One more vote by the Henderson commissioners and city workers will get a pay raise. Henderson Mayor Pro Tem Brad Staten says there are plenty of open positions throughout the city, especially in the police department. Understaffing has been a problem for the last two to three years. Wages for employees with hazardous jobs would increase by $5,000 across the board. Employees with non-hazardous jobs would receive a 3% raise, in addition to the already voted-upon raises for the end of the fiscal year. The final vote will be December 13th. Davis County deputies were called to the Stonegate neighborhood in Owensboro Monday afternoon. It was for a tree-trimming employee with a traumatic injury. The worker had partially fallen into a wood chipper. The man was identified as 46-year-old Joseph Manire of Crofton, Kentucky. He was pronounced dead at the scene by the Davis County coroner. No foul play is suspected. President Biden is urging Congress to pass legislation to avoid a rail strike that could be devastating for the U.S. economy. Some unions have rejected a tentative agreement brokered by the president earlier this year to avert a strike. ABC's Elizabeth Schulze has more. President Biden has vowed to be the most pro-union president in American history. In a new statement, he admits he's now in a difficult position, saying, I'm reluctant to override the ratification procedures of the unions when it comes to a deal to avert a rail strike. But he adds the economic impact of a rail shutdown would be too crippling for American workers and families. Mark Zandi of Moody's Analytics says Congress doesn't want to see a strike either. Uh, they'll pass a piece of legislation requiring that the rail workers go back to work. Elizabeth Schulze, ABC News, Washington. Western Kentucky is among tri-state regions eyeing possible severe weather. If a tornado warning is issued, school officials in Dawson Spring will open the lower level of the high school as a storm shelter. A Facebook post from the school district says the building is not an official shelter, so those who come there will have to sign a waiver if it becomes necessary for the school building to open tonight, you can enter through the middle school door. New York City police busted a massive counterfeit operation Monday night, hauling away bogus merchandise worth millions of dollars in three flatbed trucks and arresting 17 people who are now facing charges such as trademark counterfeiting, over $1,000, which is a felony offense. One bystander witnessed the sudden takedown as ABC's N.J. Burkett reports. Authorities say the counterfeit goods they seized had a street value of more than $10 million. Officers swept in and made the arrest. All you saw was NYPD jumping out. Unmarked cars, marked cars, paddy wagons. They got to clear the whole thing from here to here. And these guys are usually set up all night Rolex watches, everything you can imagine. East St. Laurent, all of this stuff. In planning the raid, police worked with luxury goods manufacturers who examined the merchandise in advance to certify it was counterfeit. Three people and their two dogs were displaced after their Northside home caught fire. It was called in Monday afternoon by contractors working at the home. Firefighters reported heavy smoke coming from the crawl space and void spaces in the walls. EFD says a plumbing contractor was working in the crawl space installing new drains. While cutting through an old drain pipe, an electric line was hit and nearby materials caught fire. Fire officials ruled the blaze accidental. A Hopkins County man was surprised to find a stranger in his home in the middle of the night on Thanksgiving. 
Police say 26-year-old Alexis Massey was found naked and intoxicated. She refused to leave the residence and declined the offer of a ride by the owner of the home. Massey was arrested and charged with alcoholic intoxication in a public place and criminal trespassing. She was due in court this morning. In Houston, a boil water notice was lifted this morning. A power outage at a local water treatment plant drove the pressure in the pipes dangerously low. More from ABC's Jim Ryan. The shipments of bottled water are nonstop into Houston grocery stores, including Kroger, whose Teresa Dickerson says. We kind of consider this an emergency because everyone needs water. For better or for worse, Houston is used to dealing with natural disasters. And restaurant owner Demetrius Fedakakis says. If it was a hurricane or if it was a flood or something, our goal was make sure we get open, we're safe, we're clean. His staff started boiling water for cooking and dishwashing Sunday night. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Korean War Private First Class Robert Wright will be laid to rest on December 9th in his hometown of Whitesville, Kentucky. He was presumed dead fighting along a river in South Korea in 1950. Due to the fighting, his body could not be recovered at that time. The Defense POW MIA Accounting Agency says the United States Army serviceman was accounted for back in August. Conclusive DNA testing results showed his remains were found after 72 years. Wright's sister and her aunt left their DNA in hopes that he would be found someday. Wright was 18 when he went missing. Just how big is the threat facing Australia's Great Barrier Reef? Tom Rivers reports. UNESCO warns without ambitious climate action, the world's largest coral reef is in peril and it should be added to the list of endangered World Heritage Sites. But as Australia's Environment Minister, Tanya Plibolsic, contends... There is no need to single out the Great Barrier Reef in Australia because there is no government taking the risks to coral reefs more seriously uh, than the Australian government. UNESCO recommends that Australia should adopt tougher emission reduction targets to help limit future warming. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. And you're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY.